Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another edition here of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM, WRFZ, LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. And as always, all the cool kids are listening in online on their smart devices on RochesterFreeRadio.com. As I play with the outlet or the uh, microphone again, it's my always oh, my my new shtick apparently on the show is to perpetually play with toys and gadgets and gizmos and all sorts of things. So thanks again for tuning in, folks. Uh, I always want to give a shout out to what makes this station happen and my show happen. Uh, this week is uh, always made possible by the lovely folks of Air Rec Radio, uh, which have some new times, by the way, which I've just found out about, which I'm super excited for. Uh, but previously it was Tuesdays and Fridays uh, at four at uh, five p.m. Now we have some other times to play around with. Uh, I'll give them back to you momentarily here so um they're becoming the monday uh monday 7 a.m thursday 7 a.m and uh tuesdays friday still 5 p.m i believe right that's so, right yeah 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 so uh as i had mentioned my uh, i'm the lovely host here magnus apollo uh behind the glass i have my uh, ultra cool companion uh mr matt obscure himself behind the glass a co-host and running the board making things sound great up there so matt how you doing in the bar the box up there i am doing wonderfully right now you must be pretty happy. Uh, you are an Eagles fan. I am. Not? Go Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> uh, so you were. Uh, you must have been having some uh, a lot of fun there towards the end of that that, that event. Yeah. So full disclosure, uh, my wife had a bunch of friends over to watch TV. So most of the show, most of the game was taken up with the most recent episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. But they did let me watch the last two minutes of the game, <laughs> uh, which were the the. Uh, the most exciting bit mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm glad my kid wasn't up because i said a lot of stuff i probably shouldn't have said and guaranteed i can't say on the radio <laughs> as they won so good my my all-time favorite team beat the team that i hate the most in professional sports it oh. was the best <laughs> uh i was uh not a uh a f- football watcher last night i'm actually there for the food and commercials usually and i just couldn't get it into the uh, maybe it's my new diet or lack of tr- you know faith in commercials uh, I just didn't feel like watching some uh, some Super Bowl last night, so I ended up having uh, people over watching really weird movies and stuff. So which is pretty fun. We had uh, uh, I think what we do in the shadows, which I mentioned before, and uh, and a couple other random things just popped on in the background, watching away. It was a much very good time. We had a lot of non sports sports people. Actually, it's funny. I the I realized I was one of the smallest people in the room that last night. And they were all the football size kids growing up. They were asked if you must like you, know, you like to play football, right? Kind of thing because they were enormous men. And come to find out, no, it's just we like sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, but I uh, am part of that tribe. I can <laughs> never play. Yeah, I have uh, some. Uh, I have a couple of people I grew up with. Growing, uh, they were they all. I think the shortest brother was like six foot six or seven. And if you mentioned the word basketball to them, they would just pick you up and throw you. They're like I loathe basketball. <laughs> These guys. I mean, one brother is like six foot eleven or something else, and he is like a super genius and the clutchiest guy in the world. Never did sports. Had no desire to do it. And uh, so it was funny. There was the non-basketball uh, family-sized basketball players, and uh, we were the football-sized farm kids that didn't play football. So we, we bonded quickly over non-sports. So, yeah. I can sympathize with those people uh, nice. because with my name, Stacey, you know, people, every well, growing up, growing up was like a constant smattering of adults being like, oh, you ever heard that song, A Boy Named Sue? <laughs> it's like talking to a tall kid and being like, oh, you must love basketball. No, I just happen to be, t- like in my case, like, yeah, of course, I know the song. Every one of my father's friends has to like bust on me with, oh, you like that song, Boy Named Sue? And I'm like, yeah, but I sure don't like my dad's friends at all. <laughs> 
Uh, so if you're curious what that awesome voice is tuning in right now, this is Stacy. actually. As you just mentioned his first name. Stacy's actually the other half of the Air Rec radio team. And uh, I'm just happy to have him on. We actually, I was on his uh, podcast last Friday and had such a good time. I wanted to pull him in here, separate out. So Stacy, thank you for joining us here on the Mind of Magnus. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry to have introduced myself into it, but Oh no, I prefer that actually. It, I was it trying came to think up of, in the topic in the story, you know, and what we were it talking works. about. I said all four of my listeners never complain when stuff changes around here, so it's pretty good. Good. Um so Stacy, uh you as I mentioned, airrecradio.com. You guys have had a show going for over six years now, uh podcast and now being broadcast through the airwaves, much like my voice is now through yep. uh, Rock Free Radio. Uh, I'm, ho- I'm happy to have you on because six years of doing a show, podcast alone, uh, determination, uh, just you know, <laughs> willing to keep doing it over and over and over again too. Sometimes uh, I will. I'm going to pick your brain on the show tonight to sure to, to see what the tips, well, how Matt and I can ensure we uh, have six years of this show going on. You have so. to get past two and a half years, and then you're at like this critical mass where it becomes embarrassing to quit. <laughs> 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 like, like. I can't just like st- like listen, man. I, Corey will tell you the same thing. Oh, mm-hmm. there have been times where like we would have walked off and just quit outright. Except that we both have so much invested, so, you know, so much time invested into doing it. It's you know, who who wants to restart that all that work? You know, it's, and and also we're like you know after six years now we're really good friends. You know, even when we disagree, we're still good friends. I mean. Certainly, there's times where we shut the mic off. Uh, um, this never happens on the radio. We're, we're generally more contained on the radio. But there's been times on the podcast where we've like had to take a minute, collect ourselves, and be and just remind ourselves that hey, man, we're friends, and we need to finish this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it seems great. I mean, because you guys are uh, unlike Matt, who's stepping into this weird role of uh, you know handling and dealing, focusing this crazy sort of process of a brain. Uh, uh, you guys have always been a team effort coming in, right? I mean, it was yeah, never yeah. Air Rec wasn't uh, you know a Stacy only Corey stepping in. It was you guys sat down one day, or how did this? How did Air Rec come together? Corey and I used to spend a lot of time hanging out in in my garage and just uh, you know drinking and talking, mm-hmm. and uh, and we got to be pretty good at drinking and talking. And um, as as uh, as time progressed, Corey was Corey's always been like a radio guy. You know, I like mm-hmm. I like radio. There's talk radio that I that I like. And in my early twenties, I really liked talk radio. Now I'm mm-hmm. a podcast guy, but uh, he was a radio guy, and yeah, yeah. he always wanted to have a radio show. And then podcasting became something that like you could just afford to do. Mm-hmm. It's really not very there's some expenses you know there's your yeah. setup cost of, of equipment that you're going to need there's always but, hardware in this but like most of the hardware is stuff like you can do it real cheap mm-hmm. you i mean real cheap and so to begin with we did it real cheap and then mm-hmm. there's the hosting and that's i don't know anything about that that's not my realm of expertise uh but cory was one day he was like hey man i want to do this thing i want to call it air rec radio and i want it to be like uh like a like a radio show uh but a podcast and i was like well, yeah, man, I'll do that. Sure, let's let's try it out. And then we tried it out, and it went pretty good. And I was like, all right, bro, if if we're going to do this, we're going to pick a time and a day, and we're going to do this. And that was like, that was super critical, was mm-hmm. because there was no, it wasn't like being at a, on a radio station where, like, the pressure's on to get to the radio station on time, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to get here, or yeah. nothing's going to play. Yeah. Whereas with the podcast, that was never the thing. So it was like we needed to self-enforce a, a schedule. And that was one of the biggest things. Like anybody out there thinking about starting a podcast, the 
biggest thing is find a time that works for you and the people that you're working with and stick to it mm-hmm. because if you it, you you let it fall off and it just you it falls off it falls off it's it, gone and yeah, it's yeah. just gone yeah. yeah and you might miss out on doing something great or something mediocre who cares <laughs> you're missing something. out on an experience like yeah what are you gonna do sit home and twiddle your thumbs on an xbox instead go make a podcast <laughs> if you want i'm not trying to judge anybody for thumb twiddling i do the my fair share i i, so I, I, I was actually starting a podcast about thumb twiddling yeah so yeah it's kind of a, a side project i've got going beyond my to magnus I, I don't want to strike out solo yet but I, I gotta say you might be shoehorning yourself just a little bit with that topic it's uh it's very niche <laughs> it's true you, it, you just run it in seasons like cereal you know you start with thumbs and then you work your way up to like the toes or you, you get know. the people doing the, the rock and roll dance, you know, that where they're basically twiddling your entire arms. I, I don't know the name yeah. of this. No, dance. exactly. That, that, I've never heard <laughs> <Yeah>. described better. <laughs> the old oh. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> There's this cool. Um, so, uh, oh, actually, uh, I want to give a shout out. People are uh, saying hi. Uh, but if you guys, at any point in time, you have a question for myself or Matt, you can always message us on uh, Twitter at Magnus Apollo. And Matt in the box is Matt Obscure on Twitter as well. Uh, you're a Twitter person. As I well, am a Twitter right. person. One. Nice. Um, I'm at, at Spacely Cogs, which I love every time I see that one. That's the best. Now, because your last name is. Uh, Starts with Cogs. Yeah, exactly. And, but the. Uh, now, are, were you a fan of the Hanna Barbera? I mean, you know, come world? on, man, look at me. Well, I, I see a Rick and Morty <laughs> thing in there. I don't know. I couldn't. couldn't I tell. think it's. I don't think there's anybody that looks like any of the three of us who hasn't been at some point a fan <laughs> of Hanna Barbera or Warner Brothers cartoons. I mean, that's kind of a staple growing up, you know. For sure. Yeah, this thing that was on. Now, do you uh, to delve, dive right in deep? Then, so do you believe the theory that uh, the Jetsons and the Flintstones were? Uh, so they're in the same universe, obviously, because they, they've done show, But is are the Flintstones in the past, or are they in the post-apocalyptic future of the Jetsons? Or are they doing it at the same time underground? You know? I, I, so, uh, as you said, I'm wearing a Rick and Morty shirt, and I'm going to answer this question the same way I will answer any question about what I think about Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cartoon multiverse, so whatever you think is true is true somewhere. Gotcha. We, uh, the reason it came up, because literally yesterday we had a discussion pop up of uh, that... Uh, that they think, because in the crossover episode of uh, with uh, the Flint, Flintstones and the uh, lovely Jetsons, uh, Je- Le- uh, Elroy, son, yep, uh, yep. Elroy decides to do a time machine to go in the far future. And when they show up, they end up staring at the Flintstones, clearly saying that, oh, I went the wrong direction. But the theory is that Elroy is actually correct. And the Flintstones are what happens after a post-apocalyptic world when they're just trying to rebuild. It could the also be that he went all the way around, like <laughs> just through a bang bubble, you know, through Pop like an expansion one. and and uh, and the opposite of expansion. Uh, Got, you know that the heat death of the universe, and then it shot re- through that, the yeah, molecules like, re-expand again, kind of thing. Like that episode of Futurama. That was an awesome episode of Futurama where Fry had a date with Leela and. Uh, the professor was like, get in this time machine, and they did, and they went too far. He missed his date, so he went all the way back around. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome episode of Futurama, by the way. I'll, I'll talk cartoons all day with you. I think that'll work pretty well. Um, so uh, uh, now are, are you You seem to be pretty responsive on Twitter. We messaged back and forth pretty quick on there. Are you a Twitter fan? Are you? Uh, no, 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 no way. No. Not at all? No, Twitter is not a thing. that. So what I use Twitter for is like my notebook. Mm-hmm. And when somebody reaches out to me or when somebody contacts me at, at uh, at Spacely Cogs on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I, I'm generally pretty quick about getting back um, 
but but that's only just because like I'm I'm the kind of person who's a, a quick responder to any kind of messaging. Oh, no message coming. Any message coming in is the message. I'm yeah. not. I can't get down. I know a lot of people out there right now who like think that I'm obsessive compulsive, but it's really not that. It's just that like it, um, if I get a message, I feel like it's rude to not. Like, obviously, I got the message. It's 2018. I got the message the second you sent it to me. (laughs) What am I, a dummy? I'm going to make people pretend that, like, I just didn't get the message. Maybe he didn't see it. No way, man. Of course I saw it. I I live with my phone just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I can't be one of these... I didn't get the message types. It just doesn't work for me. Now I'm a person. I know I got the message, but you're like you may be in a blast of 400 other people. Not 400. That's a hyperbole. Also, there. I have a very limited spectrum of people contacting. Me. <laughs> okay, that's it. I was gonna say I'm the I don't same get 15,000 emails and respond to them all. That does not happen. Oh no. no. I get very excited. Anybody is talking to me, so I'm like, yes, I will absolutely respond to you in this moment because like, oh, you're talking to me. Time Magazine, you do care. <laughs> <laughs> Every day with your two or three silly emails. And one actually reasonable email that I'll read. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if anybody here subscribes to Time Magazine's email list, but oh no, boy. Is, is, that, is it a constant barrage of... It's, I wouldn't say constant, but it is more frequent than you would perhaps like. Because like, like, I don't really care about the hottest trending uh, diet things that you shouldn't... Why you shouldn't eat coffee, followed by next week's headline, why you should eat coffee. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, I drink coffee. Yeah, yeah. Who's eating this stuff? <laughs> Yeah, it's like the always talking about like eggs are good, eggs are bad. That's the get that kind of stuff. And I'm just like everything in moderation, man. Just Time Magazine. Don't try to tell me what's good for me. (laughs) So as well, we lost our our sponsorship for Time Magazine. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) We were actually going to be Men of the Year in 2018. (laughs) I mean, it's not too late. You can still you can just be like he was a guest. We redacted (laughs) disclaimer. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, So uh, actually, I want to circle back around to uh, podcasting and stuff. So when you guys were starting your podcast off you guys were talking and drinking and having fun did you have a sort of genre you were focusing on or just like let's just put us on the microphone and see how it goes so first episode we talked about the same thing that any two guys like us talks about on their brand new podcast should marijuana be legal (laughs) of course that's what we talked about you don't get to start a podcast without that topic trending in your in your daily Mm -hmm. Zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and and so we I took um I took a tact in that conversation that was not like the way I felt. I was like, no, it shouldn't be legal because think of all the uh quote unquote jobs <laughs> yeah. that that it I mean, listen, man, doing crime is not a good job, but like you know, peddling marijuana is not the worst thing you can be doing, and it certainly does augment the income of quite a few people I've known through my life who are yeah, not yeah. bad people. No, I, I know a lot of people. I have some people that funded their college degrees right. by going through selling you know pot and everything else. Right, so. and you go legalizing it. Now these guys got to get a license. Was my point. Now I don't actually feel that way, but ba- way back in episode one, mm-hmm. that that was the argument that I made. Because it wouldn't do any, it wouldn't be very interesting talk if we both sat there and were like, uh, "Should marijuana be legal?" Yes. <laughs> this has been Air Rec Radio. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, and then you know we 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 went through uh, just whatever you know we started get reading the news and picking out. Uh, originally, it was it was like um, really bad radio, which is not to say that it's good radio now. I, who am I to judge? Yeah. Uh, but it it was like you know. We didn't have um, 
a stroke because we're both blue collar worker guys you know mm. like neither one of us is like got a degree <laughs> i think <laughs> one of those things i think between us we have a diploma and some college <laughs> I, I think <laughs> and he stole a diploma from someone yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and the are good for that summertime <laughs> you can get so many great diplomas yeah just sitting around rules yeah but we weren't dummies you know and we just no. do, you only have the vocabulary you have until mm -hmm. you try to grow it and we both spent some time trying to grow our vocabulary and, and working on ways to make our points and, and really, like, I mean, learning how to disagree with each other mm -hmm. without because like you might, Magnus, you might say something that I disagree with. But it might be that, like, it's not so much that I disagree with your, where you're at. It's it might be that I disagree with where you're coming from or vice versa. And learning how to to do that with a person is uh, that's a skill. I, that's a real that takes some time to like hash out a when is it worth it to disagree mm -hmm. you know because if, if it's something that we have completely there's some things that we have completely blown out on um and and those things we just you know we we edge up to mm -hmm. and we reach disagreement these and then we just back off you guys have always i when the first time you guys were on my show together i even commented on it you have a great uh like there's a uh, uh, the mannerisms and your your body language. You both were like talking way else, and you realize you're like no, and either you both head bobbed and left out of it. But you seem to translate well when you know the next topic. Like six years of working together yeah. on on subjects like news and politics, man. <laughs> that it'll do that. It, you'll so, get good at talking to somebody. So how do you improve your uh, lexicon? Your uh, the words you use. Audible, bro. <laughs> this. Uh <-huh>. <laughs> <laughs> you got that that uh, sponsorship from Audible nope. now? Is you're just working for mm -hmm. it? I'm sponsoring them. Are you kidding me? I I have I in the past three years I think 300 books. Wow. I mean I crunched some books. Nice. Awesome. I, t I have time to listen at work. You know, that's perfect. Yeah, like my job doesn't really require a whole lot of, of thought process. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I really want to know what happened to the banking industry in 2008 and 2009. Well, by 2011, there were sure a lot of books about that, <laughs> and they were all very well researched and and very well acclaimed. And you could it was easy to tell which ones were worth your time and which ones were not mm -hmm. at least i think i mean how do i know i could be wrong i, I could but, have I mean, read all the wrong books and being a liberal is the wrong thing to do <laughs> well i've been told that by some people that are not liberals so right yeah. <laughs> I was say, every uncle i've ever had <laughs> exactly. but it makes sense to me i've done the research yeah. you know well, best thing with audible i mean there's reviews right there you yeah i mean versus walking through a bookstore and being like oh the cover art's nice you know i've stumbled across some bad books that way but audible so your audible's the way to go it, it totally was it it it, I mean, I, I certainly there's other ways that people could go and learn yeah. things. You know, you could go to school, but I didn't want to spend that kind of money. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've spent a fortune on audiobooks, but it does not compare to the cost of tuition. Now, have audiobooks got me a job? No, but I'm on the radio. Yeah. I, hey, I, man, that's something. If you sound smarter in life, I think you're doing well. I, and plus, yeah. you, plus, you were doing it while you were being paid, so that works even better. It sure uh, does. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so how do you, uh, is there, you have any tips for debating to talking? Is there a, 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 a some way that you know that works best for, uh, on a show? Cause now, like right now, if you and I start having debate, there's, we may have to like, you know, stand up and duke it out cause we don't know the banter yet. But yeah. is, is there, when you're talking to, I mean, you talk to other people, you have other folks have come on uh, Airwreck think, radio. I think the thing to do is, um, rely on manners 
first and foremost, because a lot of people, when engaging in debate, they, they become very personally attached to their own feelings. And, mm-hmm. and if I say something that you find inherently wrong, okay. it's real easy for, for, for me to get tied to what I've said and you to get tied to the way it made you feel. Uh-huh. And, and you got to be able to separate that out. It's hard to do. I mean, I don't always succeed at doing that, and I know to do it. But you, you have to be able to, uh, to separate your feelings from what you know. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, now I'm going to make a stupid rhyme, but that's how you grow. <laughs> you could have had a good mnemonic could it go but no it won't. i i yeah. couldn't make that rhyme like it was something that I, like something i read off a postcard or something <laughs> anti-postcards no no i love postcards people out there making postcards you can have that one for free oh that's so nice of you mm-hmm. uh, audible will scoop you up soon for like good praise postcard people will love you this is how you make friends matt we gotta take notes right take notes. Yeah, we, except for time magazine we burnt that bridge quickly so yeah well you know what there's a lot of bridges out there <laughs> <laughs> light your way with the bridges you you know walk you know see the path i was really yeah. only you know poo-pooing time health and that's only because eh, I, I got podcasts to learn health stuff from do you have uh not to throw names out but did you have a favorite sort of podcast you're listening to now top oh two? the adventure zone i've been crunching the adventure zone for uh for you're three weeks right now yep. so describe <laughs> it to those who don't know the adventures the adventure zone is a dungeons and dragons podcast made by three brothers and their father mm-hmm. uh the three brothers are the hosts of my brother my brother and me a podcast which i haven't listened to yet well matt will take its praise for that it is fantastic he's I, been talking about nonstop about very that. good i can't imagine how it wouldn't be the mcelroys are Pretty entertaining people. Yeah. Um, and I, I probably will get into my brother, my brother, and me, but I've been, I just started the Adventure Zone three weeks ago, and I really, I'm really housing it, man. I, I'm nice. I'm eating it up. I'm almost done with the, uh, the the Bureau of Balance, the the whole, that whole first thing. The entire balance arc? Wow. Yeah. That, oh, three weeks of eight you, to five. You crunched through. Oh, yeah. Yes. No kidding. Oh, boy. Yes. That's, <laughs> how many hours of, of podcast? That took them Many. Like, Three years to get through. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three years of uh, of once a week, or once every other week mm-hmm. for an hour. Yeah, yeah. The the shorter ones they've been doing weekly, which are a lot of fun. Once you get through balance arc, the little short. Uh, I'm gonna miss the balance arc, but uh, yeah. You know the good news is it'll still be there, and I think it's got re-listenability. Oh, for sure. It's more interesting after you've heard it once because you kind of know how it all pieces Cause, together. Yeah, because you know where things are going to fit and you yeah. get to see. Because, like, you know, I don't think that he knew everything that was going to pan out for sure. But Oh, definitely not. He still does a, such a great job of tying an improv story that took place over the course of three years together. That's a skill, man. Yeah, he, he's an unbelievable storyteller for just being the, the goof dude. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it's... I agree. It's one of my favorite podcasts. I dig it, man. And yeah, when you get to my brother, my brother and me, that is, what are they on? Episode 380. So yeah, they've been running about the same time as you guys. Yeah. Um, And oh my gosh, it's unreal. And you can hear them evolve too. Like they'll tell you, don't start until like episode 40. Because it's a real bag of garbage until you get to episode 40. Oh, see, so, I, I say exactly the opposite. Listeners, go back. Go to airwreckradio.com if I can steal a plug. Oh, please do. <laughs> if, yeah, I can, if I can steal a plug, go to airwreckradio.com and listen to the first four or eight episodes. There's a real argument in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, you mentioned that. Actually, I was going to bring it up on the show tonight. You mentioned uh, that uh, your first few shows were vastly different than how that kind of the vibe is now and how the presentation is. Uh, so 
Well, we can't drink at the radio station, so that really changes the dynamic a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> does to cut into that a bit there. And to begin with, it was, you know, in the beginning we were doing three-hour shows. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, man. We were doing full-length, long-form conversations and... Boy, you can we can we're two guys that can drink a lot over the course of three hours and you can hear it. I'm not proud of it. I'm just you know, I just know that when I do something stupid, it could be entertaining to some people. So I want to encourage those people to go and enjoy the things that give me that. You know, I don't know. There's not like a the, the, regret is the word, but it's not a strong enough word. You know, that feeling that you get when you're just driving along and you're minding your business and just some old memory happens. Oh. Unbeknownst to you, you didn't ask for it, you weren't thinking about it, but just Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, oh, stupid. (laughs) Stupid. How could I... Stupid. You know that feeling? Yeah, yeah. It could have been eighth grade, yeah. didn't matter when, but your brain sure. brings back. Here's this. That's more thing. than regret. There's got to be like an umami word for that. You know, some <laughs> Japanese word that really does it better. That kind of shame that you have that you would never tell anybody. Like, here I am admitting this happens to me. Mm-hmm. I will not tell you what brings the, what the memories are. That, I'm good. That, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. There's a couch to lay down on again. It's yeah. like when you hear somebody describe the metal. I have a hard time even describing this. The metal on the pencils eraser scraping the paper mm-hmm. and it makes your teeth uh, hurt just yeah. hearing that description is like just thinking about it <laughs> mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same thing yeah. but Gotta i don't want to take enjoyment away from other people mm-hmm. i did I, they're recorded they're out there go listen laugh call me stupid well don't call me stupid i have feelings guys but <laughs> go ahead like don't you know don't tweet at me that i'm stupid but go ahead and say it out loud tell your friends not you Whenever you say out loud that Stacy's stupid, an angel gets its wings. This is true. Is that works? That's <laughs> oh, totally goodness. true. <laughs> well, we have to make some angels later, I guess. We'll see how it goes. Um, so, actually, uh, if you guys just first time tuning in, we're listening to uh, this is the Mind of Magnus here on WRFZ LP Rochester. And uh, my guest tonight is Stacy from airwreckradio.com and also one of the fellow uh, hosts here at Rochester Free Radio. Uh, people are actually asking if uh, we have a trivia question tonight. Do you want to have a trivia? Want to have a trivia question I love for you? trivia. I'm cool. so bad at it. Well, that's fine. I'm actually pretty bad at it myself. But uh, this is how goal it works. I mentioned it once before on the show. I'll ask the question. You have all show to answer it. Uh, end of the show. If you get it right, you get to join me for Meatballs and Beer at Skylark. Uh, if you never want to see my face again, it's cash value. Uh, first person to message in along with us, a listener can either join us and have fun. I'll treat there as well or just come out for uh, Meatballs and Beer with me as well. So ready for the trivia question? We're talking about work, so this is the reason that's coming if you're here. Oh, I hate work. I know, but you like this one. I Work's think. the worst. <laughs> in the winter of 1819, it was uh, he was paid eighty dollars for entire season and only worked nights. What was his occupation? Now I have a multiple choice question. You're welcome to guess first if you think you know it. Hold on, he worked in 1819. He was uh-huh. paid eighty dollars for the entire season and only worked nights. He was a lighthouse operator. Good guess. That's it. There's not, multiple choices. Not cho- it. <laughs> oh, no. I'll give you the multiple choice since that's not part of the you know, one of the multiple choices. That's not one of them. Right. Oh no, man, no, no. I'm way off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty good time though. So, uh, Brave so bigger. yeah, eighteen nineteen, uh, eighty dollars for the entire season. Was it a Rochester's Wolf Hunter? Uh, yep, we had an official Wolf Hunter because of issues with wolves and livestock, and also people being attacked. Was it B the snowplower? The only person with a pull behind snowplow for his horse got that job. Uh, was it Rochester's first policeman, or was it D the mayor because his day job was the city doctor one of those people in 1819 was paid for 80 dollars for the entire actually winter season and only worked nights what was his occupation one of those is right your trivia is too difficult 
That's fine. There's multiple choice. <laughs> for me, uh, it's for, too for, difficult. Well, it's me. all roster centric. And, and I don't want to guess because, you know, obviously that kind of ruins the game for the listener. No, you're welcome to guess in because you already said one answer is wrong. So I guess they have. It wasn't in. even one of the answers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or E, yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> e, uh, the Stacy answer. It says E, I guess. That's the other one. Yeah, E, yeah. lighthouse operator. <laughs> uh, I, actually, I wonder if lighthouse operator, what that job must have been a job they needed it back then. Well, I yeah. Mean, so. Uh, that's where the uh, you've been to the lighthouse up in Rochester side now. No, it's I haven't a, yet. There's actually an apartment up top stairs. Uh, the Danielle from uh, WXXI used to have the apartment upstairs, uh, and and the the lighthouse is right up. Uh, Obviously, near the water. Obviously, there. that's a pretty dope apartment to have. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. It's pretty, pretty neat up there. I, I, she's like, "Where do you live? Like the lighthouse?" I'm like, "Oh, around the lighthouse." She's like, "No, the lighthouse." That's like living in one of those tree houses out in uh, out towards Pittsford. Oh yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. that's a fancy, weird way to live. Like. Uh, come on over. We're having uh, it's the Super Bowl. We're having we're having dip and stuff. And I live in a tree. <laughs> I live at the top of a lighthouse. Yeah. Uh, but trouble was with her that the, the trade off was that she also had to open the doors and let people in every once in a while. She should be the the lighthouse museum, you know, uh, caretaker. I guess, which I guess is fine in itself as well. But I could see how that would get a little old. Though. It's like you know, it's Sunday afternoon. You just want to like relax, have some mimosas and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you got people ringing the doorbell like you're the museum curator. Yeah, yeah. You have to go unlock the door. Like go in, don't steal. Stuff. You know. <laughs> try to try not to steal the bricks. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, uh, but yeah, that's so the job uh, listing for eighteen nineteen. Those are the options. I'll give another one towards the end of the show. But uh, if you have an answer, you answer now. If not, you can just stare at me longingly. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for a, a listener to tweet me at Spacely Cogs what they think the answer is. Go mm-hmm. ahead and Google search it. And I will split the meatballs and beer with you. <laughs> I see how this works. Nice. Uh, so we have a couple people that usually message in and harass me and give the wrong answers. So we'll uh, see if they do that again. We actually had a guy on, on your show when you were on before, both you guys. We had a guy that was purposely trying to make you guys answer the wrong answer. So we'll see how it goes. It's so easy to get us to say the wrong thing. I mean, that's not even really a mark of skill. Just, I mean, And I'm not trying to talk smack about one of your listeners at all. I'm just saying, you get me and Corey to say the wrong thing, dog, that's not really an accomplishment <laughs> just enough beer happens right yeah that's how it works beer and schmear we just will say the wrong thing man <laughs> <laughs> beer just happens sooner maybe that's the like case. i said we're not professionals you know mm. it, sometimes you get got by the wrong thingism you know you just you, your opinion <laughs> is wrong you're factually incorrect and mm-hmm. you know i know that that's not something you commonly hear people own up to these days is like hey know. man there's a chance i could be incorrect mm-hmm. you don't get that from a lot of media no that's like the theme of our show. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you, you're po- I mean, uh, on the other podcast you and I have talked about, we talked about like Kevin Smith and he has like the Education podcast. It's one of my favorite Love ones. Love that podcast. But he starts off every show with Edgeman Corrections or whatever they call it now, that segment, section. And uh, But he's one of those guys like, I, I'd rather have the right information out there. And people have actually messaged me that I had uh, the wrong answer on a trivia question. And when I do that, I'm like, well, thanks for the heads up. This is a, a correction to be made. Yeah. I'd much rather be factually correct than feel somehow that I'm right all the time. I'd rather, like, I'm giving out information that I believe to be true. If it's not true, let me know. Yeah. When I'm factually incorrect, I don't want to go on being factually incorrect. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, an opinion, mm-hmm. listen, don't tell me your opinion like it's more right than my oh, opinion. Yeah. We're talking about opinions here. <laughs> you know, like the hot topic things, the things that really get people amped up, abortion, mm-hmm. gun control, and taxes, and, you know, like tax theory, economic theory. Mm-hmm. There's no facts there, you know. I mean, there's like foundational facts about what's going yeah, on the, in each of those situations. There's data but, be pulled from, right. That make your opinions from, but right? Not that there's not a this leads to this is the answer. But yes, scenarios. exactly. But the at the, the, the your fundamental 
feelsiness about uh, the critical topics is that's an opinion. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to agree with mine, and I don't have to agree with yours. But, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I present facts, mm-hmm. and they are factually correct, uh, you don't get to discount them and earn my... I mean, you can, but I'm not going to respect your opinion. And I, I expect the same. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, I, if I refute your facts by just being like, I don't like those numbers, well, that's not a respectable way to approach somebody. So a friend of mine recently reached out to me on uh, something I said on Twitter uh, I shared, you know, Paul Ryan had that. Uh, could, can I get a little oh, political? Please, Is that please right? do. I actually okay. love it. I don't. I don't know what you what you like here. Uh, but Paul Ryan had tweeted about that woman who was like, "quote Very pleased to have made a dollar fit." We talked about it on yeah. Friday's show, uh, on Friday's Airwreck Radio. Um, Paul Ryan was like, "Oh, this is the tax plan working," and I'm like, "Bro, a dollar fifty a week." Listen, man, the fact that that woman was pleased about that kind of says uh, something, in my opinion, mm-hmm. about where she's coming from in life. Like, because you ask yeah. me, $1.50 a week is nothing to be pleased about. I doubt you can even go to Wegmans and buy literal breadcrumbs for $1.50, right? I mean, right. Li- literally, that is yeah, yeah. less than breadcrumbs yeah, at a store. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, so and then in the article, it was, they, uh, she, they, they sorry. In the article, they or she, the the uh, the authors of the article or she, mm-hmm. said uh, that's enough to cover the cost of her Costco membership for the year. And I'm like, yeah, that's great when you compile that number like that. But at a dollar fifty a week, that money's just going to get. Oh yeah, that's it's gone. just going to get it's going down the drains. It's you're not yeah. going to you're not going to notice it. What, are you going to start a savings account where you keep your Costco dollar fifty a week? No, right. it, it, it's your Costco membership. <laughs> There's a giant thermometer on Right. Yeah. yeah. So I tweeted that story, and a friend of mine, um, somebody who I don't generally, uh, we don't always strongly disagree, but we rarely strongly agree as well. Um, he tweeted back at me uh, about how that number doesn't add up. What's she making, $3 an hour? And listen, to my discredit, I got that message at around 11 o'clock on Saturday night. So I was not in the mood to engage in a good conversation about economics and and it was presented like his comment was presented at me in kind of a snide way you mm-hmm. know like kind of a man that's stupid like and that's all there was to it was just a man that's stupid and i'm like he said that doesn't add up okay well do the math right i it's hard to do math i get it but i did it today uh because it really bothered me it bothered me one that i was like bring I, my response to him was bring it up with the people that wrote the article or bring it up with paul ryan because uh, if you didn't want to come doing the math then don't don't come just don't show up dude mm-hmm. just but it bothered me because this, he's a guy I, he's a friend of mine you know and i i, I hate that i was kind of rude to him you know yeah but he i felt like he was kind of rude first but i still i hate that i was kind of rude like the two wrongs don't make a right that whole axiom um so i did the math it totally adds up. It totally. <laughs> she's making so she's a teacher's secretary, right? Uh-huh. The average wage for a, uh, or, I'm sorry, a public school secretary. The average wage for a public school secretary is thirteen dollars an hour. Now, what that tells you is that a whole lot of uh, public school secretaries make garbage, and the executive secretaries make a bunch you know because they can make 50 to 60 70 80 thousand dollars a year right. whereas uh that all that does is throws off the average mm-hmm. and it draws it up because you know most public school secretaries are going to be in the just slightly over minimum wage range so if this woman makes uh 875 an hour then she's definitely getting a dollar 50 extra a week or 
because income taxes are like compiled by your employer so they rely on the competence of the office worker in your employment to like calculate correctly what your income tax is uh-huh. i mean you know she might get a really good refund at the end of the year because she's not getting enough right now if she's making 13 dollars an hour that dollar 50 is three percent less than what she would have been paying in taxes before so even that way it still adds up and she'll just get a bigger return in the end of the year than she would have but when my friend was like those numbers don't add up and clearly didn't add them up. Mm-hmm. I did that. I did that. They yeah, definitely yeah. add up. It is absolutely factually possible. Yeah, the burden of proof, I guess, was on him to prove that you were that didn't add up, and you did it for him. Right, which is where it came from where, where where I came from, being like, don't waste my time just poo pooing something that I like. I didn't even say it. I just retweeted a story. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my Twitter's a notebook, dude. I'm not. Not everything I post there is like what i wholeheartedly believe it's like it might just be like oh this sounds interesting but i don't have time to read it right now yeah, that's on me that way I, I will tweet it and read it in the bathroom later or mm-hmm. something you know like well how you do just but every so, you know you, you tweet something and, and there's always like some person out there who's just like i'm gonna get them gotcha oh yeah Hey, man, don't play with those people. Just don't even bother. Uh, I grew up in a family that uh, totally was, uh, if, if you come, you can have an argument at, a, at, a, at the Thanksgiving table, whatever it is, but you have to you have to talk about it. The moment you get up and like, oh, you're effing stupid or something else and storm out, like once you become personal or start attacking people, then my father would just tune you out. Like, I won this argument. Oh, no yeah. Way. Yeah. And I remember we had, uh, I was dating a girl who very intelligent, and uh, she came home one day and just had... A vastly different view than my father and family around it, but my father is a guy who gladly, like you tell me, like I'd rather hear your side of the story. I don't get to hear what your thoughts are, you know. And I remember she thought she was being attacked because all my family were on her side or against my father. Uh, my father's we're, side. We're on. We're yeah, not, not with her. her. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she got flustered and just started kind of like just attacking people. And I'm like, that's the reason we broke up. I'm like, if you can't have a simple debate, I mean, and she was right. If she just had to explain it more, my father was like. She, I was listening. I was mm-hmm. all there, but she just got like, flustered because she was sitting around a bunch of people. And it just, I, I grew up with a family that doesn't matter what your point of view is, tell it to me, but tell it to me civilly. Tell it to me in a, in a you know, use the words you've been, you've learned to use. Right. And, uh, but uh, thanks to uh, the internet and, and, and anonymity, you don't have that anymore. Seems well, like Well, even everyone... without the anonymity, like, you know, you, you get it, I, I, I can't be alone in this. Oh, you are? <laughs> they're, they're, this past two year cycle, you must have lost some friends. Oh, God, yeah. Because they couldn't have a civil... Like, when it comes to guns, I'm a pretty... Um, I was going to say I'm pretty liberal when it comes to guns, but that's not, like, that That doesn't... It doesn't work. The, the, the word doesn't, doesn't translate. That doesn't doesn't communicate yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. Wrong what I liberal. mean is, like, I like guns. I like shooting guns. I like owning guns. I like guns. Mm-hmm. I don't like crazy people having guns. Amen. I got a real problem with that. <laughs> I got a real problem with just how simple, like once a gun's out there, it's just out there. Mm-hmm. And I know, I dude, I know that I, I work in Trump country, man. Where I work is the country and, man, you say anything, you're only allowed to say the, the only problem with guns is that there's not enough guns mm-hmm. where I work. And any other opinion than that is... They're trying to take my guns. And I, I'm like, hey, man, if that's if that's how you respond, then maybe you're too crazy for the responsibility. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I'm not real held tight to this. It's kind of a, you know, I I, I float on guns. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I have 
fluid opinions on guns when it comes to... Which is to- good. I'd rather have someone update when information... You, you get information. I hope you're an intelligent person to reprocess what you thought your answer should be. You right. Know? Like, if, you, if you're just staunch, like, oh, you know, all, all guns coming out, so then people start carrying around bazookas, I... I, I think that you have to adjust you have to like we're constantly a dynamic species in a constantly changing universe yeah, man. new input yeah, exactly and, and we're very efficient so we keep making devices that are very good at what they do for instance guns they can projectile you know just point and click and think something over there falls down that's the goal of it like, mm-hmm. i want to eat my food easier so can you make the projectile go that way you know we, we're very efficient that's how it works unfortunately it's very efficient in what it does and that you know that at the other end of that thing is based on the, the, the person holding that gun. Right, know? right. So, yeah, continue on. Sorry. It's- so, you know, a couple of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, one one of my friends, I've, I've lost him as a friend now, uh, and it's unfortunate. This is a dude that was in my wedding. Like, this is a very good friend of mine. Oh, wow. And, and, and I, you know, we had a couple of shootings in close proximity, and I was like, hey, maybe it's time that we, like, <clears throat> just tighten up a little bit. You know, like, I, I'm not, I don't love uh, round... Regular, like the the amount of rounds that you can have. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to say clipper magazine because if you say the wrong word, boy, they'll be like, "Oh, you don't even know the difference between a clipper and a magazine." And I'll be like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's not the point. I yeah, know the difference right. between fifteen bullets and thirty bullets uh, yeah. that can be fired in X amount of time. Mm-hmm. That's the point." Yeah, yeah. Well, one day I made the mistake Uh-oh. of saying clip when I meant magazine. And it was, oh, you shouldn't even be talking about guns because you don't know what you're talking about. And then Dude, it's not the techno babble. The techno babble is not yeah, the issue. Yeah, semantics it's, is not where the, the point is. When um, a crazy person's mother buys a bunch of guns, and that dude shoots up a bunch of first responders on Christmas Eve, that's a situation that, as a society, deserves some looking at. Mm-hmm. When schools get shot up, that's a situation that a society should be looking at as more than just like my ultimate right to own whatever firearm I want right. because I'm me and don't tread on me mm-hmm. lest I be not allowed to tread on you. I'm a person, I, I've always been, uh, like I, I grew up in a country, I own guns, I'm a, like, I enjoy, like if you have They're great. $500 with a therapy or $500 with guns to go out and plink <laughs> away, if you're, super, yeah. Yeah, if you're having a bad day, if you can go and sit in a couch for, you know, an hour or plink guns for an hour, you are smiling at the end of a gun. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not just every target you shoot, every piece of paper going down, you, you, it, it's an odd thing that humans love to do. And I get it. I enjoy the heck out of it. Um, but I'm also a, one of those things. If I see a group of kids, they're five-year-olds, and one picks up a baseball bat, a wiffle ball bat, whatever it is, and starts swinging it around, well, that, that bat gets put away. It's right. not all yeah. seven kids who unfortunately didn't get a chance to play with that gets put away. And like we, like we until that one figures out what he did wrong, if the other guys want to get it, okay, well, make sure so-and-so doesn't get it. You know, it's up to you guys to audit what's going on too. It's, that's a primal thing that I get at that level. Why isn't it when the the baseball bat can shoot its end off and kill someone? Right. Suddenly, that becomes this whole other. Nobody ever makes the argument that bats don't kill people. <laughs> exactly. Nobody would ever yeah. make that argument. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's not efficient. That's the trouble. It's there. just such a like, that argument is so fundamentally ludicrous to me that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well, that's why I don't want crazy people having guns. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that kill. It's not the gun. It's the crazy right. person. And, and like, here's the thing about crazy people, man. 
any one of us could be crazy people someday. Like, you don't know. You don't know where your life is going to take you. You don't even know what happens in your biologically speaking. The one, the, the person that was studying uh, the uh, the the mind of uh, insane insane criminals. Uh, his father, he got into it because his brother had neural breakdown. Well, he studied his brain. He did MRI of his brain. Fast forward, he had that tendency for it. So he pro- proactively got rid of all weapons because he saw what his brother did. He was a sane person, doctor. But the the, the genetic makeup of his brain saw when he was turning 30, 40, he was going to start losing his fac- faculties, whatever that is. So that showed a very educated man. That's saw a sign it. of ultra sanity, right there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, real. yeah, it went it went downhill. He wrote a whole article actually, uh, and it was talked about in some one of the podcasts. Listened to, uh, but it was a real eye opener. But that's what you said. Like there is, we have to fundamentally understand well, you know what we have, what what our society is, what's the better for our society, and uh, I don't know. It's a scary thing, but I have lost friends in the past two years, and I've lost friends because of. I'm not talking the conversation. It's you and my friend from Iowa Midwest Red State mm-hmm. is getting like I post a random picture or some sort of thing and it just they uh, get into a fight, on, into your, a fight. on your wall. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, hey, man, this yeah. is my wall. Yeah, this is my wall. Yeah, this isn't an invitation. This is not an open forum invite for you to just come and spew bile at my friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The thing is, it's uh, like both the people were coming at the a very touchy subject, and neither of them were willing to like listen. They were just just giving their part of it, and if you didn't say like, or hit click like, or yes, or something else, it was instantly fight. And I got message from both of them. How how could be friends with either of these people? And I'm like, they're you're, like, if you met you guys at the bar, you'd love each other. You guys are amazing. You just have this one part of this Venn diagram of conversation right. that you're fundamentally wrong at. And then, but the trouble is, it's th- that was then. They, they were red state, blue state, and that just lenses kept oh, It toxifies him. everybody who looks exactly. at Exactly. You instantly know, like, well, he's a red state guy. I can't. Right. And they were dismissive of him, as much as he was dismissive of them. They were unwilling to just have a conversation. And, of course, thanks to the Internet and they're all like everyone's comments, it just was suddenly you have one person with 40 people egging this person on saying he's right and attacking the other person. Right. And then the other guy called his friends up and had them Hey, join. jump on, pile yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what they're having. So they're like, I need backup. And I had suddenly had like a, a verbal war happening on my Facebook page with people that were very nice. Actually, it was a guy who does radio that I, I used to work with. Yeah. And one of the most compassionate men I've ever met in my life. Like, you just like he'll give you a shirt off his back, but he was talking about something or other and that just, and the woman he was fighting with is the one who just featured in the news for uh, National Hijab Day when they, they she works with the students here and is like raising awareness for this and like oh, yeah. was, then she was on my show actually right and she was arguing and then she looked at me she's like I can't believe you'd be friends with this person I'm like I what I, so I'm being she dragged. was obviously the blue stater oh yeah yes. okay, yeah <laughs> clearly but uh, her husband everyone else were messaging me and they're amazing friends of mine but some of their friends that were joined in the conversation I realized all of them have like now no longer friends with me because I actually the what it was because I didn't step in and declare her the winner in this argument and I'm like I don't. There was no winner in this argument. Yeah, man. I just posted a thing. I wasn't trying to judge anybody. It was Mm -hmm. just like I was just posted a thing. It was a thing, and it wasn't even a thing that would be something like that. It was maybe a random, a possible. Like you know, a couple, couple rings into that that thing zone, but not. I'm Magnus, and I like dogs. What? (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Oh my god! Cats. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it's scary sometimes. So, how do you cope with the uh, in today's world as being a radio person? Functioning alcoholic. <laughs> well, that's good. Just dead in the pain. I know. Be the change doesn't like it when I say stuff like that. <laughs> hey, man, their path is theirs, and I uh, God bless them for it. But yeah. it don't work for me. No, I, I, uh, you know, it, it changes depending on the mood. You know, mm. you know, you know how it is. Somebody, somebody picks a fight with you. 
and maybe you don't feel like getting into it. And then other times you get that little petty tickle, you know, and it's like, I can totally just shadow box this dummy right into mm-hmm. the ground. Oh, man, you catch me on the right day. It's like certain days I'm like, eh, whatever, I move on. Other days, like I've had a bad day or something else and I I need to take it out somehow. I, I don't have a punching bag in front of me. I'm going to make you cry. That's mm-hmm. what, like I'll make you go home and question something else. And then I'll feel bad about it. And I'm like, yeah, but, but it's like, why do I have to feel bad? This idiot is the one that's, I just said something, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, I should stop calling people I don't agree with idiots, but if they would stop disagreeing with me, <laughs> they, wouldn't they wouldn't be idiots. <laughs> Life would be that much easier. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. S- listen, man, people that disagree with me think I'm an idiot and they won't hesitate to say it. <laughs> Why well, give them the courtesy they won't give me? I'm just being preemptive. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. It's my inner and conservative. Yeah, uh, this is and this has been tips from Air Rec Radio, yeah. not a radio. <laughs> Uh, so coming up on the last uh, nine ten minutes of the show here, uh, thanks for being on. First off, I, thanks I, man, thanks I, for having me. I enjoy your show. I I follow you guys um, and those who are listening in Air Rec Radio. I actually like I follow you on Facebook. And the cool thing is, you guys pop on a video as you're doing your recording, so I get to see you in the studio here bantering back and forth. It's kind of fun when they go put a song on. I watch you guys put the headphones off and start suddenly animating and gesticulating, but there's no sound. There's nothing, so there's going, yeah. nothing going on. I'm always like, oh my gosh, I wish I could see what's going on here because sometimes. You can clearly see it was either tech woes and you're aggravated, aggravated at that, or you just you, you were building up something and you couldn't vent on the radio, so you get the part of it out commercial, then f bombs, yeah, f bombs, all this. You can clearly <laughs> see f bombs, yeah. So, uh, but you guys have been gaining followers, and people I've been like listening in, and pe- people are definitely enjoying it. So, uh, um, uh, as we're coming up to the end of the show, I want to curious what the uh, year holds for Air Rec Radio uh, on. I mean, we're Moving just keep we'll doing see, doing. man. The news is the news, and that's what we cover mostly. Uh, and you know our feelings about things that happen. And r- right now, the whole world is preoccupied by uh, basically one news story. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to try to do our best to uh, to continue to break that down in a thoughtful way, while not neglecting all the little nuances. You know, like I said, like we talked about the the, the tax thing, and mm-hmm. and and what. What nonsense! It just it like listen, man. You can you can get more money in your paycheck and feel great about that, but like you gotta recognize that it's not gonna balance against the increased cost of of health care for most people. Most people, this tax thing is just mm-hmm. not. It, listen, man. I don't. It's not a secret. Trickle down doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, we have been trying it for almost 40 years and it hasn't been right. great. I, but for some people, it's like it's it's controversial that I would even call this trickle down. But I'm like, you give more to those with more with the anticipation that it will. Well, at least with the sales pitch that it will trickle down to wages and stuff. But like, you know, if you just look at the studies that are being done by you know respectable consumer groups respectable uh, research groups and and what you see is that these corporations that get these these breaks they have no into 80% of them have no intention of doing anything but returning that as profits to shareholders yeah, yeah, i mean exactly. there's, there's, there's it was the, just a straw poll wasn't it there, it wasn't even a scientific study it was just that, who was it that that had the well they were just like oh we'll just yeah. we'll just give them money oh, and it was I, Nooch in there. They they had a, a forum of all the CEOs, and and he was like, "Well, you oh know, yeah, yeah, we're going to give you guys the tax cut, and you're going to give that back to your your employees, right? Show of hands, who's going to give it back to the employees, right?" And it was like a room full of armless men, uh-huh. like nobody moved. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's all going back into your your dividends and your your stakeholders. And your there, there there have been scientific studies done since yeah. then. Uh, what you know, as scientific as you can be sure. when you're asking rich corporations what you intend to do. Mm-hmm. 
please answer honestly, you know, as scientific as you can. But you can you can bet that none of the corporations that said that they weren't going to do anything with it were lying about that. Right. Now, some of the ones that said, oh, we're going to give raises, they might have been lying. But the ones that said that, no, we're just going to keep all that, there's no way they were lying about that. Why would you? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It sounds exactly that. Uh, actually, uh, I was going to give a quick mention before we get too far in. Uh, you you interviewed Rachel Barnhart on the show, and I think you did really well. By the way, you thank you. you. Like, uh, I was well informed, man. It, de- it came across extremely well on the. She thing is so there. much smarter than me. It is insane. That's the reason I never had it. She actually uh, asked about maybe doing the show here, and I, I listened to her talk. I'm like, I I take a lot of questions. You have to get me honestly. Real easy interview because she'll basically just run her like talking points from her recent show, and like that's not a like, like that's not the highest form of compliment that I can that I can give to a person. But uh, she is an easy interview because she knows how to she be talks. interviewed. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. she did. She did radio. I mean, did television for Ian, so yeah, she knows yeah. how to work it there. So, um, but uh, so uh, final question that I got the trivia question answered because people actually sent an answer in. One person did. Talzak actually si- uh, sent in a picture side note of uh, the um, the plow guy. The, the no, not the plow guy. Different guy. <laughs> uh, Talzak is actually a guy who listens in. Um, he uh, sent in saying that uh, it's dollar ninety nine. By the way, for getting uh, uh, crumbs at Wegmans, uh, un- uh, bread crumbs is a dollar ninety nine. So you can't even buy oh, bread man. crumbs on yeah. that one. Uh, but his answer. So the question was: In uh, winter of eighteen nineteen, this man was paid eighty dollars for the entire winter season and only worked nights. What was his occupation? The questions does that. The answers could be Rochester Wolf Hunter because uh, we had wolf problem, people getting attacked. B the snowplow because the only guy that actually had to pull behind snow uh, snowplow for his horse. Was it C Rochester's first policeman or was it D the mayor because his day job was a city doctor? So in eighteen nineteen, who was the guy that got paid eighty bucks for a whole season? Do you know? You guess. The, uh, I gave you a Zach that did. Uh, he did not think it. He thought it was B. He said it was B. The plow guy. Plow guy. Not the plow guy. Not the plow guy. The wolf guy. Uh, you want to say wolf guy? If, so the you, I know Paris at the time was overrun with wolves. Yeah, we had a lot of problems. We're like you know roughly, you know on the side. I mean obviously you know we don't get French wolves, but we're, <laughs> we're on the same parallel. Look out! You know? <laughs> 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 have that beret. You could tell. They yeah. wolf. <laughs> so Matt, do you have a uh, idea what the first person is? Uh, the first person to get eighty bucks there? Uh, I'm gonna go with the mayor. Just, the mayor, just for the sake of radio. Oh, well, Amy just messaged in the other day. She actually agrees with you. Uh, said that the mayor as well. He thinks the answer actually is for 1819. The guy who got eighty bucks was actually the Rochester's first policeman. Is that right? Only work nights. The one yep. thing nobody in the room guessed. Why, yeah, exactly. Why winter though? Just is it just the one season? Uh, actually, that that was the time most people. That's just were, when he started. Uh, no, actually, the uh, how it goes was that was a point people were stealing stuff. Like, like oh, steal. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. in it was winter, a, digging into root cellars and stuff. Yeah, there was low food. Eighteen nineteen was, Man, was it was cold thing. getting outside to go but stealing actually, though. Oh well, no, it was stealing like coats, uh, firewood stuff, like and and also killing uh, livestock. So it was like. That sort of stuff was happening. I guess in a city in 1819, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it wasn't quite city either. 1819 right, here yeah. is just more of an organized chaos with a bridge in the middle. So pretty much how it goes. Yep. But uh, We so. just have bigger buildings now. That's the big difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. really it. Yeah. The French wolves haven't figured out how to get here yet. That's how it is. A howl at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Le howl. Oh, man. So uh, thanks for being on the show. We've uh, last few minutes. I never know which clock in the studio is officially one to look, you know, look at here. So, um, but yeah. Uh, Thanks for being on. Uh, now, if people want to listen to your show, you also still do podcasts as oh, well yeah. as radio. In fact, the radio is all released as podcast form, too. So if you miss, if, if listen, if us being on four times a week and twice 
uh, half of that being syndicated now, if that's not enough for you, if you can't make it at 7 a.m. on Mondays Monday. and Thursdays, mm-hmm. and you can't make it at 5 at on Tuesdays and Fridays, or you just can't keep that straight, listen, whew, trust me, I get you. <laughs> you can go to airrackradio.com, you can go to Stitcher, you can go to iTunes, you can go wherever, wherever if you are a podcast person, anywhere you get podcasts, search Air Rec Radio. It's all one word, mm-hmm. Air Rec Radio. Uh, or airrecradio.com, and our entire library is available to you wherever you get your podcasts. That's handy. Nice. Uh, actually, real question. I forgot to ask the whole thing. Where did the name come from? Got to ask Corey that one. I think he just was like, it's going to be a wreck on the air. and That's that's what it Perfect. That's yeah. it. Hey, and I love the name. I mean, I had nothing to do with the name uh, at all, but I, I love the name. <laughs> it works. Uh, yeah, so what I, when I did uh, I used to do film stuff, I used to call my, uh, the, my do the little hand Rather videos, I call it miracle films because if it was a good movie, it'd be a miracle. So that's yeah. my my thought process was. Uh, but you've been listening to here the Mind of Magnus on uh, 106.3 WRFZ LP Rochester. I want to thank uh, Stacy for being on the show. You can find him like he said here airrecradio.com. Listen to all the shows. Got six years and going strong. Like you're not slowing down at all. Got to so. be over 300 episodes. That's amazing. Uh, and you're doing other fun ideas we were talking about before, too. We'll talk about that. I'll bring you back on again if you want to come back on. Absolutely, man. So, uh, But you find him there. Uh, i got to thank Matt for being in the box tonight, playing the playing the role of playing all the buttons, hitting all the cool stuff going on there. Uh, Matt, you looking forward to uh, anything fun this week before we head out? I am. On Friday at 7 a.m., the rerun of our show. There you go. <laughs> cheap plug. It's, there you go. That's my, my, my cheap plug. I'm going to miss uh, Labor Talk Radio, but... Uh, Hey, I'm gonna really enjoy listening to myself talk on my way into work. <laughs> so is that you actually had to? You, yeah, you work eight to. Five oh yeah, yeah, that's on my commute. Oh, I, I, I did listen to the the, the labor talk show. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the show. I'm I'm sad to see it go, but not so sad that it overcomes my joy at being syndicated. <laughs> <laughs> he is giddy in the studio right now. Talking, I'm gonna about be it. on the radio five separate times this week. Kind of flying high on that one. You should. Yeah, I awesome. love the show. Like I said, I've been a fan of the show. Once I started following it, now I've listened to it. So, but thanks again for everyone for messaging messaging into the show. You can message me any point in time. Uh, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. You can message my partner in crime here, Matt Obscure on Twitter. Uh, my radio uh, uh, show is Mind of Magnus, and you can uh, email it mindofmagnus at gmail We'll be back again uh, uh, next week with some fun guests. You can check us again on Friday, 7 a.m., which was a wonderful plug for my assistant. Uh, But thanks again for messaging in, and I hope everyone has a great week, and I will talk to you all, you guys, later.